0: are you listening what is going on everybody welcome to another episode of minkowski broadcast simon minkowski adam kumas let's get the show started welcome back adam
1: yo welcome back be black on the 22nd of december
0: (laughs) yes sir yes sir um I don't know if it's actually going to air on the 22nd. It might. I think it might. Sorry about that. Um, right. If you if you haven't seen the previous episode yet where we did a 2020 recap, <clears throat> make sure you check it out. It's going to be linked down somewhere here. Um, but this, this episode is a little bit of a 2020 look forward to sort of our predictions and um, what the fuck is going to happen basically because who knows. Um, how are you feeling yeah. about 2021? Like,
1: I, I you, do, do you look forward to it? I'm personally calling for an encore for 2020. I want, I want 2021 to be an exact repeat and be like encore, encore. <laughs> and I want, I want, I want 2020 just to do one more year. That's 2021, and that that'll be. That's what I really want, to be honest. Really? Yes. Great. <laughs> I'm assuming, I'm assuming. Of course assuming, not, of course not. Of course <laughs> not. No, 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 no. Really? The, Why do you, like you really? You,
0: you, you could just, I, I don't know, because I just wanted you to feel all the rage and and the hate that's coming from behind the screen uh, of everyone that's watching. It'd be like, Absolutely. there you go. There
1: you go. Can't pick up on sarcasm. Wow. Go back to school. That
0: finger was a little bit out of focus, but... You carry on. I'm gonna wait for this to come in focus. <laughs> That's fine.
1: There you go. Here's
0: another um, one. Do do you, do you have any New Year resolutions for 2021? Do you, do you do that kind of thing? Do you, do you follow it? Sorry. New Year resolutions. Do you do, you um, do you do that kind of thing? Do you stick? Do you do like? Do you follow that? Does it work? Uh, Does it I always work?
1: try to, right? Because I don't want to be one of those people who's like, I don't do resolutions. Resolutions, I don't know. They're stupid. They're stupid. They're stupid. Like, it's a bit like, you know, when somebody goes, um, we don't do Valentine's Day because we don't need a day to tell somebody to declare. It. It's like, yeah, we know, dickhead. Get off your high horse. Like, it's just a nice <laughs> opportunity to take your partner out, right? Or be single, be lonely, whatever. Um, it's like I don't do pancake day I can do pancake day whenever I want it's like yeah but the reality is no. everybody forgets what the fuck pancakes are and there's pancake day and you're like oh I better have some pancakes so I think with New Year's resolutions yeah I like doing them but the reality is do you do I stick to them? no probably not because I always stick I want to get a six pack every year and every year the only six pack I get is like a six pack of beers and I get fat and then that's it yeah but you that's that's because not your thing but like
0: people not sticking to new year resolutions because people i think people treat it as just like you know they get motivated because it's a clean slate it's the first of january all right let's start it now and then and then naturally unless you're really passionate about it
1: it fucking goes off like you You know know, the motivation and everything yeah what i do what i do instead rather than going i'm gonna go to the gym three times a week you know and like fuck off if you're not if you've never gone to the gym before in your life you're not gonna stick to that unless you're like You've got the mental fortitude to stick to it, which most people don't. What I do do is write, like I get a pad of A4 paper and I go, what would I like to achieve in this year? And I write down a big list of things, whether it's save up X amount of money, whether it's buy myself this or get to my position at work or get a promotion or whatever it is. do X number of gigs or get gigs at these important places, write them all down. And then I just, I look at it look at it every month and go, okay, well, how have I achieved that? How, mm-hmm. If not, why not? What do I need to do to make it happen? And then by the end of the year, I look back at that and I go, ah, you know, and I just doing a Word document. And sometimes I, I even forget about it, but it's things that are they're always in the sort of forefront of my mind. And then I look back at it at the end of the year and I go, you know what? I did a bunch of those things I wanted to do. That's great. So. Do you feel that
0: writing it down sort of makes you more makes you feel more accountable to actually like actually go after it and 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 achieve it or is that still sort of go back to whether you're passionate about whatever you actually put down on the paper
1: i think writing it down is useful because it just means you don't forget about it it's a bit like you know when i go if if, you you know i hate the idea you know i was never a shopping list person you know yeah until i moved out my own place and i had to get cleaning products myself and you know if you don't write it down you will forget something and i think (laughs) if you write it you know you're like you walk to the shop and you're like oh i bought cookies and i bought chicken and you're like oh I didn't buy bin bags I need bin bags oh I don't have any toilet paper I'm gonna how am I gonna wipe my ass you know and it's just like if you write it down on a list
0: you do I, the answer is
1: you use a bidet um,
0: <laughs> I never do it but like sort of slightly off topic what I find interesting about shopping is that whenever a guy goes to a uh, goes to the shop and we always go for like few things and that's all we have on our mind and that's all we get whenever whenever a girl goes or a woman goes to the shop it's just like every single thing or at least one thing from every from every shelf from every alley and that's just i always like whenever i go to the shop i always find it inter- interesting and i just laugh to myself that it seems like that's 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 what it is
1: cool thank you um it's slightly sexist isn't it this this podcast has been great while it lasted um <laughs> It was great, Um, I'm just gonna go on record ladies and say, I don't agree with anything you just said. Uh, I haven't said anything bad. You just just said women have no self-control when it comes to shopping. (laughs) Not really, um, but okay. If you if you wanted to say say that in a politically correct way, you'd say what I've noticed is some women on some occasions, some of the time, might be inclined to occasionally pick up an additional item that wasn't necessarily predetermined on a list. Uh, that's the only way you could have safely said that by without this being po- backfired. This, this podcast ain't long enough to you, to do
0: yeah. that. Huh? This podcast ain't long enough to to say it like that.
1: Well, mate, it ain't going to be around long enough if you, if you keep saying shit <laughs> like that. You're going to get caught on a... On a if, black I, if I
0: heard anyone, I apologise, but that's not what I meant, so... Yeah.
1: Uh, what well, you, you need to do, you need to counterbalance that with men being idiots, then it's fine. Of course we are. That's what I find good. Yeah, but you need to say something, give an example of how many idiots.
0: And <laughs> They then, go and to then the shop and just like, buy just buy whatever
1: they have to. I don't know. That sounds like quick and efficient and quite, quite
0: good. <laughs> so you agree with the logic? Huh? So you agree with the logic?
1: I'm saying you haven't insulted men yet, which means you're still on the fire, still on the firing line. Alright. Well. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's I think it's interesting. Um I'm actually, funny enough, I am that kind of person though, where sometimes depends what mood I'm in. If I'm just like in a oh it's the weekend, I'll go in, and I'll just buy whatever the fuck I want. Where if it's if it's during the week, like Monday to Friday, like I'll I'll go in and be like, came okay, here to buy soup. I'm gonna buy nothing else and just soup, no cookies, nothing fun, because I don't deserve it. And then that's kind of like it. But on the weekend, I'm like, yeah, I'll fucking buy, you know, big bar of chocolate or whatever. Or just I'll <laughs> yeah. just I'll impulse buy a lot of shit. So yep. I'm I'm I am what you describe as all women on occasion on weekends. <laughs> you love to like drill it down, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And also, I love how you said women are going, they go down every alley. And I was like, what supermarket has fucking alleys, man? That's mad. <laughs> like,
0: aisles, maybe. But
1: alleys, that's a... Uh, don't be talking about women going down alleys, Simon, and getting things that they don't want, you know.
0: You're spitting my words. That's not what I said. All right. I am, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, looking, um, looking more forward into 2021, do you think that we're going to be... Finally, out of lockdowns and and the pandemic, because I personally think that this is going to go on for at least another year,
1: to a lesser or bigger extent, but it will. You're not going to be out of the woods for a while because they've said the vaccines aren't even that effective. You need to get a booster. It it might only give you coverage for up to a a year, up to, which means it could only give you coverage for maybe a couple of months. Wow. Um, I didn't know that yeah so it's not like a once and done it's kind of like they're treating it, but like the flu jab um there's already mutated strains coming out there's you said that, did you say there was a mutated version that was found in london
0: uh in the uk i, I don't know if it was specifically in london but um yeah yeah i think, think a couple it of days london. ago they, they mentioned it like it's a <laughs> mutation the
1: mutated strain has ambition it will end up in london um <laughs> Like any living creature. Like if if anything living has got, uh, a virus is living or dead. Anyway, if it's got ambition, it'll go to London. Uh, It won't won't be content with just living in the suburbs and, you know, carving a life out there. It'll want to go to the big city and make it big. So (laughs) Uh, before you know it, it'll be going down all the alleys and the aisles and just be like taking, touching everything and everyone. So yeah, fuck that. Also, if you get the vaccine, one of the vaccines they're saying you still have to wear a mask because you can. even if you're free you can still be passing it on maybe well, what's like the point of getting a vaccine
0: well uh, you co- what's the point of getting a vaccine like you, you could say it. you you don't get it yeah but if you if you protect yourself there is less of a chance to for you to get it right
1: yeah but it's not about you though they're saying it's the vaccines they're not giving out the vaccines so people don't have to wear masks they're giving vaccines so people don't catch the virus and they won't be able to say no one can wear masks until everyone's fucking vaccinated, which isn't going to happen because every, too many people hate vaccines and too many people think it's it's going it's to turn them into the elephant man. Um, I don't see so a problem be-
0: with the whole mask wearing. Like to me, is just silly. Like it doesn't cost you anything to wear a mask if you're in a shop. You don't you don't have a requirement to wear it in the street at least for now in, this, in the in the UK. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't
1: mind it, but I also don't like it. Like, I don't mind it. I don't mind wearing a mask. Well, it's inconvenient. Mask. It's inconvenient, for sure. It's uncomfortable, but... I'm going to be honest. Um, depending on, like, I've got one mask which is comfortable. I've got about five or six masks, right? And depending on when I put them in on the wash. But I have a favorite one, because only one of them is comfortable. One of them, like, doesn't... All the others, like, sort of pull my ears back, yeah. and I can't adjust it. And it's like, it goes on my face. And then the one, one that's comfortable, I only get away like, once once every six turns and I'm just like, you're my (laughs) (laughs) favourite. You know, I wear that one sometimes a couple of days, a few days in a row and I'm just like, I feel guilty because I'm like, this is quite gross. But um, yeah, it is is uncomfortable. So I understand. I think, I do understand like, and it is slightly more difficult to breathe, you know, especially if you're walking somewhere briskly. So I understand why people don't want to wear them. But if you're just walking around in the shop, I don't mind sticking one on. But ideally, obviously... You wouldn't you wouldn't have to. And you know, what was it? Like when I'm at gigs, I find it bizarre now because like, you know, you have to stand two meters apart from people, or you know, you can't really hug each other. Especially like this is the year, if anything, this is the year that people want to fucking hug each other because they've all been isolated and they're just like, you know what, I just wanted some fucking human contact. You see <laughs> yeah, a mate, like, yeah. oh, fucking bring it in, mate, or whatever, and you like you see them in the park and you're like, Hi, how you doing? You're like, you feel emotionally crippled and you're just like, Yeah. And you're like, do you have it? like, no, I haven't got it. You're like, have you ever had it? like, no, I've never had it. It's (laughs) like, just in case, and and you've both been putting on hand sanitizer, and you're like, I'm fine. Just in case, we won't hug each other. And it's just sort of of like, it is eroding away at the human spirit a little bit. So that needs to go. Um, Yeah, like I I said- it's going to go
0: on for at least another year, I think, already. Like, wow. as, as, as painful as it is to, to hear. Now, like, when you
1: say it's going on for another year, do you mean that the – are you thinking life's going to go back to normal after another year? No. About- oh, what, yeah. I don't think so it's – e- What do you mean by that?
0: I don't think it's ever going to go back to what it was before the pandemic, just, before, just because of the new ways that we've learned to live, some of that, or most of it even maybe – Will stay on or just take a take a different form, but it will stay but on. Working
1: from home and stuff. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, just things like that, and you know, online more online things and stuff like that. Um, what I what I mean by that is that uh, I think for at least another year there will be some kind of restrictions, <laughs> lockdowns possibly, and yeah, h- hardship when it comes to that. And then because maybe build- from twenty twenty two we'll be able to, okay, let's let's open it up and, and, and sort of keep because it for longer.
1: I agree because let's say if by some miracle June I'm just picking a random month, yeah, yeah. it it's gone. The R number's gone to zero and they're like, Oh yeah. shit, it's not spreading anymore. And let's say the cases drop dramatically, and we get to like a hundred cases. Maybe we get zero cases, zero report reports of new cases. They're not going to go immediately. Great, they're going to go. You know what? We need to keep these restrictions in for a few months to make sure we we, we squash it dead. Make sure it doesn't flare back up again.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's actually it's it's it, we are COVID free one hundred percent. Yeah. And then all you need is one prick from one country that hasn't done it properly to fly in and sneeze on someone, and then it's all back again. Yes. So it's like. It's the gift that keeps on giving, COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Well, some of of the sort of darker predictions are like 2023 and even 24, like going back to normal. Like imagine that. Like that is just fucking ridiculous when you you think about it.
1: I'll be well into my 30s. Or whether,
0: I mean, that's one of my, uh, part of my uh, later question, but, or some other shit might come around like who knows maybe it's something that we're just going to have to live with for now or COVID-20 who the fuck knows what's gonna, you know? know what
1: I've realised though I do think and I said this when this first happened back in March and I did say once we're over this this is I think we're now entering the pandemic era the pandemic um, I don't think this is going to in our <laughs> lifetime as depressing as it sounds I don't think this is going to be the last time we have to do this um, I'd like to think that maybe the governments in various countries learn from this and they're able to, like, I don't know, let's say if there's a pandemic. Again, let's be honest. If there's another if there's another pandemic, it's got to come from somewhere like China. Again, um, love you guys. Uh, because I think China's just so big and there's those wet markets, they're just too tasty. You know, if you're eating raw bat and, and, and eel and shit, like – Something's got to come out. It's not going to come out of Britain, right? Where the main delicacy is like pie and mash. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, no, that is so boring and plain. Like, the one upside of pie and mash is being your national <laughs> dish is that nothing's coming out of it. Like, I love the idea of eating eel and dog and bat and shit. Like, but you've got to... There's some risks that come with that. <laughs> so... I love yeah. that.
0: That's so true.
1: It is true, right? And, you know... <laughs> The only way it will start from the UK is if we import some interesting food from another country over here and it's like oh did did someone come eat not eat pie and mash one day It's like yeah we had something from Bangladesh <laughs> or some shit it tasted fire and it just set the world on fire um,
0: So, <laughs> yeah i don't know
1: i i'd like to think that it's the world we're we're more prepared for it in the future for future pandemics Perhaps, but you yeah. well i don't
0: think this is the last many one. people have said that this is not the last one right uh, it's the first of
1: many now many yeah, bill gates yeah it's just said this. how are you um, prepared
0: for it how are you prepared for it as a country or as a person
1: yeah bill uh i know i won't, I won't talk about this too much because i know we already touched on this in in last week's episode and it was um, bill gates being criticized for uh you know having a helping people with the yeah. having his fingers you know helping out with the vaccine and stuff. People criticize Jeff Bezos for not giving any money away, right? Like, you prick, you're not helping, you're not helping the world and shit like that. And the second richest man, who was previously the former richest man, Bill Gates, is literally doing exactly what we are asking Jeff Bezos to do in terms of putting all this fucking money in, helping the World Health Organization. He was the biggest owner behind the United States. Um, And he's getting criticized. He's getting penalized. He goes, you piece of shit, you're doing this. And it's like, what do you want, mate? Do you want billionaires to help? Or do you want them not to help? Because when they don't help, like Bezos, you think he's a cunt. And then if Bill Gates happens, you go, what a slimy little prick. And it's just like, <laughs> which one is it? Pick a <laughs> side. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm kind of glad they
0: actually mentioned them because I wanted to ask you, do you think that, like, you know, obviously what everything that's been happening and the change that's been happening in 2020 – do you think that in 2021 and moving forward, is this sort of the beginning of the end of like <laughs> brick and... No, no, let me finish. Like beginning of the end of like brick and mortar and everything becoming right. m- everything becoming more online? I thought you said,
1: is this the beginning of the end? Like, <laughs> no, maybe, <huh>? maybe. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, of brick and mortar, yes. I think traditional, look, I think... If we're talking about brick and mortar, and we're talking about retail. Then yes, absolutely. Um, let's be honest. For the most
0: part, yes. Even offices, be, to some extent, you could say. It
1: wasn't even. You know what? The beginning of the end was probably when Amazon first came to prominence. I think this is just making it official that it's got people are going. You know, <laughs> retail's going to die. It's yeah. like, it's, it's, the, it's the you know what people would like to say it's, it was a final nail in the coffin. I think the, the pandemic was more like yeah. Not just the final nail in the coffin, like the final nail, and then somebody came out and put in like six inch screws everywhere else and like proper made sure it wasn't coming out. Like yeah. um but it does open up for change now. So I do think you'll see more live venues come back and we're gonna to have to reuse these spaces. High Street shouldn't just be about retail. High street should be about community. I was actually uh, gonna ask retail. what I was actually gonna ask, was
0: it was it you that uh, I think a few days ago said that Yeah, exactly that. Like high streets were meant to be cafes, restaurants, bars, you You know, know, socializing places rather than mainly retail, retail, retail. It just became
1: retail by accident, but it wasn't, you know, high streets are just, like, high streets shouldn't just be, I'm going to get a new pair of jeans. High streets should be, oh, that's where the hub, that's the heart of the city. So it might be businesses, it might be restaurants, it might be bars, it might be cafes, it might be open work, you know, combined working spaces. Like, that's what it should be. And I think it will have to become more like that as retail increasingly moves online. Interesting.
0: Well how I've I wonder how this change what this change means to the older generation. Uh, I've personally like I think I think they've adopted it and I'm personally pro it, like stuff becoming more online, but that's just because I love technology and, and, and the online space in, in general um but I, so, yeah I, I wonder i wonder how people in general sort of um do you so
1: okay respond to it i'll ask you a question and this is not uh meant any sort of offense anyway in any sort of way do you i think this will affect different people differently depending on their personality type so i think extroverts the ones who are they thrive around other people or they they're social butterflies. Maybe some of them are narcissistic or they're, they're attention seekers. Hello, um, they're going to be the ones who are going to want to continue to go out and might they 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 might be a little less comfortable with a lot of things going online. And you know you know if every, let's say if, like you we were talking about like let's say if movies. Don't, let's say cinemas shut down and everything yeah. goes online but then there's certain people who love the idea of going to a cinema they love the rush they love seeing it being packed up they love being in a cinema where you know you're watching a comedy or a horror and the whole crowd are going ah! or they're laughing together like those types of people are going to miss that and they're going to want to champion that mm-hmm. and I think the people who are maybe a tad more introverted or a tad more comfortable being in their own space are going to be a bit more like yeah you know what it's a bit of a hassle going out isn't it to seeing all these people and actually if i if i don't have to talk to someone i'd rather not and i think it's going to affect people differently and i don't i don't want to put words in your mouth but i wonder if we differ a little bit in that sense where maybe i lean a little bit towards extroverted and maybe you're a little bit more comfortable in your own skin maybe not being no, I, by would,
0: I would say i would say that it, it it really depends on the industry or the type of thing like uh, that you might want to do. I love going out to like the high street and going out to bars, cafes, and I love socializing with people and being around people. Uh, if you you like, the pub, the pub is just a catalyst for actually, uh, being with the people that I, that I want to be around. Have you missed
1: it though? Have you missed it? Like, I'm
0: I'm, I'm desperate. I, I miss socializing and hanging out with my friends for sure. Yeah. Pub is just a place where it happens. Uh, but like, if you bring up the, the cinema thing, that is a different thing in my head. Like it's not necessarily the social aspect of it. It's more of the convenient convenience aspect of it when it comes to actually watching a movie and experiencing it with movies getting longer. And, and that's how I see it. That's how I see yeah. it. Yeah, but-
1: I think for me, I, I, I see what you mean. And I, I I don't I love the occasional Netflix movie like when Bird Box came out I was like yeah I'll stick on the movie you know it's this yeah. half baked Sandra Bullock film yeah why not I'll give it a watch, um and stuff like that but then I also love the idea of being like. I'll say to you, mate, we've got to watch that movie together. Like, we're not going to go home and stream it at the same time. We're going to go together to the cinema. We're going to fucking watch it, and then we're going to come out and go, "Wasn't that great?" And then we'll always have that memory together of when we decided to meet, made the effort to meet up, watch yeah. the movie, had that memory locked in. So, like, I remember seeing, um, I'm going to go see The Hateful Eight with my with my with my siblings and my dad, and we could have just waited for that to come out. Streamed it or whatever, yeah. but we decided to go as a family, the, the, my dad and my siblings, to watch this movie. Mm. And we watched the Hateful a We were the only one, it was one of these bizarre things. We went late at night, we were the only ones in the cinema pretty much. So we had the whole cinema room to ourselves and amazing film, the Hateful a And I remember during the intermission, there was a 50 minute intermission, everyone went, and I was like, right what popcorn orders do you want? What snacks and stuff? And I was like, it's on me. And we went and bought all the popcorn, all the chocolates and stuff. And we went back and we were like, this is amazing. And then we watched the rest of that film after the intermission finished. And that was something that I think could never be recreated on the sofa, even though I admit it's a lot more convenient. And though that's a very specific experience that I wouldn't want to die out. Wouldn't want to die out. And that's maybe part of the reason why I've got a very... I
0: agree. And I see your point. Uh- and I, to be honest, despite sort of what I'm saying or, or you know, different opinions from whichever side, um, I don't think that that is going to die out. If anything, maybe the way <clears throat> movies are released or the type of movies released in the cinemas, they that that will change, but I don't think mm-hmm. cinemas will change. Maybe Maybe the amount of, like, branches or actually cinemas in different neighborhood cities or whatever that it might, might that might go visualized. down yeah uh but you know it's still it's still like i i love following that stuff so it, um like it's still a huge risk you know releasing a 200 plus 200 million plus dollar movie um on a streaming platform right like you gotta, you gotta make a profit, right? You gotta make a profit yep. to make to make Fast and Furious eight and nine and ten, right? Well, so-
1: the thing is, as well, like, I think Netflix still hasn't. They, I mean, mainly because they're obviously putting so much content onto their platform. This, I'm, I'm pretty sure they still haven't there yet to make a profit. They're just getting investment funds and everything yeah. else, and that's because the current business streaming business model doesn't generate enough money to support itself, and that's the reason why. That's whereas Hollywood in its traditional model, whether it's outdated or not, it generates a shitload of money when it's when the movies are successful. But, budget but that's also generational.
0: But that's also generate. Hollywood's been around for what hundred plus years? Streaming has been around for what, ten maybe?
1: Twenty? Yeah. But what I'm saying is unless they start charging Adobe type prices for your Netflix subscription, maybe they will get that sort of money. Maybe they will.
0: Maybe they will when it comes to those like two hundred million plus movies i don't know like who, who knows what it's going to be eventually like i don't know whether it's going to be sooner or later but i do think eventually streaming is going to be the main thing and then going to a cinema or listening to listening to music on a record record or, or playing a video game on a console whatever it might be whatever type of entertainment that's going to be the novelty and the main thing is going to be the streaming i mean it already is right spotify is mainly the mainly for music and and Netflix for, for video games and and, uh, video games for uh, films and TV shows. So we'll see. Um, But also let let me circle back to what you mentioned earlier about, um, um, do you think that 2021 is going to be a, a wake up call for, um, for people uh, when it comes to other risks, like, will people get more aware? Like you were, you were talking about it earlier when it comes to, you know, maybe there's, there's going to be, this is the big, be- this is the beginning of the pandemic era. And there's, there's always going to be something more happening. Do you think that's sort of the next year is going to be like the, the beginning of a wake up
1: call for, for everyone to. Do you mean specifically like countries are going to have to get their shit together for the, when the next, when this happens again? Countries, because just maybe, people, maybe people, then, yes.
0: maybe people in general, like you know, as is a, a collective
1: world. Do you think, think that's going to be people? And I don't say this lightly um, because I'm included in that. I think people are more stupid coming out than they are going in. Like you know, I think we had about a couple of months in the first lockdown. We were like, we're all in this together. No one's sticking out. And then <laughs> yeah. afterwards, and then after, like it went beyond two months. Everyone was like, we're sick of it. I'm coughing on people on purpose now. <laughs> and it's kind of like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we've come out of this more stupid than we did going in so I don't think no if you're asking about the actual person no we, we've become more idiot, idiotic now yeah. because then we've politicised everything so if we're yeah. talking about specific people then absolutely not um, if we're talking about c- companies we're talking about organisations and countries and governments in terms of how we can mitigate risk if and preventing this from happening on this scale again then yes I'd like to think that Um, this will happen I've got a sneaking and sinking feeling that once we're out of this let's say they do a lot of development with this track and trace app and let's say they've put in new standards with the wet markets in China um I think as soon as we're out of this, they'll just go. Oh, we don't need to focus on this yet. We'll shelve it. We're going to, We're not. They're not gonna get a permanent team constantly developing on a track and trace app, preparing for the next one. No. They, I reckon that once we're out of it, they'll just shelve it, and then everyone will forget about it, and life will go back to normal for about five years. And then we'll get hit again, and everyone will be like, "Oh fuck!" Can we just again like, out of the dossier, it's going blowing it off, going, "What was Oh fuck! What were we supposed to do here? Oh yeah, masks. Everyone wear masks. Have you got your masks, and that's what will happen." I'm pretty sure that's because that's just what humans are we forget that shit happened and then we allow it to history to repeat itself what,
0: was it bill Gates that said during that ted that the famous ted talk that there's a pandemic every like a big pandemic every hundred years or something like that
1: he said like there's a big pandemic on its way and we're not ready for it and that's part of the reason why people are getting pissed at him because they're like you should have done something about it he was like i did i warned you uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah i yeah i think i don't know i do i do think that i don't think anyone's going to be better off i'd like to think we learn from our mistakes but the reality is we don't well, like that's the ideal scenario right yeah not to not to what's the um when you bring up the nazis or the holocaust what's that called uh something's law i can't no, remember sure. the name but Marshalls? No, not Marshall. No, law. Marshall. no I do <laughs> it's, uh, oh, it's an internet meme. If you talk about the Nazis and Jews, you lose the argument because you've already... There's, some, oh, okay. Some, it's going to bug me. I'll have to look at that up later. But basically, like the, the reason why they've preserved Auschwitz, Auschwitz is because they don't want people to forget the atrocities that happened there. And already yeah. people forget and people already go, did it really happen though? Really? <laughs> and you go... As someone who went there, right on a school trip, I didn't go there just for you know because I was in awe of it. Um, it did fucking happen, and it is atrocious, and it's sickening. And you see, like the shoes you get, you even go to the chambers and you see the claw marks, and you go, "This is fucking real. This really happened." It's disgusting that this place is still up, but it's really important that they preserve it. So it's it acts as this is no, this is a reality. Yeah. Um, this happened. This should never be allowed to happen again. And yeah. I think even though that is there, people already, you've got idiots online saying, didn't really happen though. And was it actually that many people who died? Was it really millions or was it just a hundred thousand? And it's just like, and that's with evidence. So yeah. I think this will get crushed under the rug as well. I know that's really bleak and it's not very nice <laughs> to say. It is. Wow. Uh, I just, I just think, you know, humans our little brains we can't uh we don't have that much memory i think we have we have a tendency to forget for sure we have a tendency to forget and i what was it i think i can't remember i think there was somebody i don't know if it was like on wide like a Wired article or something but they were saying like the human brain is like like a terabyte like or something like that they were, if you were, if your brain was digital it could only store about a terabyte's amount of data on it and that is a shockingly low number man yeah. um I can't remember what the exact number was, but I remember hearing it and going, "Fuck me, that's like four movies or something stupid in like <laughs> HD." Like we don't, we can't hold much in our stupid little heads. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I don't. I'd like to think we learned from the past, but historically we haven't. So. True. Yeah.
0: Well, do you look forward then? Do you look forward to 2020 or the next year, 2021?
1: Absolutely, it's gotta, we've got to get out of it. Um, of course I'm looking forward to it I wouldn't want this to continue much longer I don't think it's going to be the year that everyone thinks it's going to be I think everyone thinks it's going to be 20 you know like before do you remember before? everyone thinks that
0: it's going to be over yeah for the most part yeah
1: everyone is it's like no it doesn't the the coronavirus doesn't care about the fucking Gregorian calendar, you idiots. Like, it's not going to go, oh, it's the, it's the 31st of December, best stop. You know, it's going to go, no, I'm still going, bruv. Like, I've got the best, this is my the highlight of my career. I'm going, I'm mutating, I'm getting new opportunities. Um, yeah. It's going to continue. But do you remember before the pandemic, before the coronavirus, people just used to say, like, every year was bad, but it was before the pandemic. People just used to go, oh, it's just stupid 2019 because some celebrity who was old died and it was like, yeah, or some drug, some celebrity who was on drugs died. It's like, yeah, of course, you live that lifestyle, you're going to die. And everyone was going, oh my God, 2019, do you remember that? It was like people going, 2019, you were like so bad, so horrible. And it was like 2018, when were you going to finish? And then 2020 was like, (laughs) listen, bitch, this is going to be a real year where you're going to really (laughs) regret it happening. And I was like, oh my God. So it's kind of like now we've actually had a year to complain about. It kind of puts all the other years that people complain about in perspective. Uh You know what? Low key. I wouldn't mind if a couple of celebrities just dropped dead, if it meant that this ended now, like, (laughs) like some B-listers, like we're not getting rid of the Kanye's and stuff like that, but I'm just talking about like, you know, a lister maybe some like old Disney, Disney childhood Hollywood actors who now don't, aren't relevant anymore uh, or whatever, or a couple of, you know, prominent YouTubers, it doesn't matter. Like if they had to go for the greater good, like that would be for the best. (laughs) I can say that because I'm not a prominent YouTuber. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So, um, and as soon as I do become part of the establishment, <laughs> I will be. I will be saying quite the opposite. But whilst I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm an underdog, I'm rooting. You know, I'm, I'm rooting so for. That shows you.
0: 2021 is going to be a year of hypocrisy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. 2021. That's the year I'm going to make it, and that's the year when. Oh my! That's the. That's the. That's the. That's the year. 2021 is a year you're going to see me in uh, imagination two with Gauda Gadot singing it will just be all these celebrities and they will just be my fucking mug on there going and then, <laughs> all the people singing out it's out of key like they do um, well, yeah, I can't wait to be out of touch that's going to be so sweet imagine that out, you know you know how people get out of touch man it's like you get a certain amount of money and it's like if you earn like a hundred thousand a year you're like I'm not out of touch but I, I can afford I can afford to buy batteries without having to think about the price right yeah, yeah. and it's like <laughs> I can't, what is the, what is the number where you become out of touch? Is it, is it 2 million? Is it 10 million? I think it was 10 or something like that. I'm talking like there's, there's a certain amount of money where you just get, you you get given that amount, you get given that paycheck and you go, oh, I'm out of touch now because I just, I, 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 I have all the Teslas, I have all the cars, um, I own multiple properties, uh, I don't have to hang around a particular ethnic group now because I say I'm woke, but I actually moved to the whitest place on the planet. <laughs> uh, I can get mash and peas delivered to my door. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, is that, what is that figure? There is an think.
0: I think it's different for everyone.
1: I know. I reckon it's like an amount. Like, you get that page and suddenly your eyes just glaze over and you're like out of touch. I reckon it's like, I don't Something know. Like
0: 10 or 50 mil, I don't know.
1: Yeah, like 10 million, no, 50 mil maybe, yeah. 50 mil, even if it's just profit. Like, forget about net. Like, just if you've had 50 mil of revenue, doesn't matter, go through under your name. That's when you become out of touch and you're just like, I'm Jesus. I'm basically, that's when you start <laughs> singing Imagine. And that, you know, it's, you try walking on water and, True. you know, all sorts.
0: Well, I, I hope that twenty twenty one is gonna be some sort of a year of of some sort of a change. Like it 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 will go on. I love that. That was like
1: setting the bar so low. I hope it's some because, sort of, because yeah. it's better to I hope be, there's some sort of change. Set, set it set time. set it set it low and then be
0: surprised by it positively I I I hope. So we'll I love see.
1: you're giving like what is it? You're giving practical career advice to a, to a pandemic. <laughs> Because normally you go in a career like set, set you know, uh, under promise and over deliver. And you're saying that to a pandemic. To you're going look 2020, 2021, Look, just under promise and then deliver more, right? <laughs> to me, even though I set the terms.
0: Well, it's going to be a big year either way. We'll see. It's going to be.
1: It's going to be. It's going to be a year for sure. It's going to be a year for sure. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be a three hundred and sixty-five day year for sure. <laughs> Unless it's a leap year, in which case it won't be. Yeah.
0: Cool, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Adam, for uh, for coming onto the show. Thanks for having me. Check out Adam's uh, channel, Adam Kumas, on YouTube. And from me to you, I uh, hope you have a happy new year. There you go, Adam Kumas on YouTube. Happy new year, happy 2021, and hang on, hang on. Have a good new year, guys. Take care. Bye. Take care.
1: Hang in there. Bye. Bye.